All right. Awesome, guys. Hey, welcome to the last Sunday of 2018. How many of you guys are excited to be here today? Right on, right on. Would you just nudge the person next to you, look them in the eye awkwardly for like a really long time, and then just tell them to expect God to do something great today. Just tell them that. Will you do that? Just tell them. Expect God to do something great today. All right, you can stop looking deep into their eyes. I want to welcome our North Platte campus as well. My name is Jeff. Uh, I get a chance to serve as the lead pastor here at the church. You guys are here for a fantastic Sunday. Probably my most favorite Sunday of the year. We call it Review Preview. All right? <clears throat> now, if you've been around New Life for a while, you've known that we do this. Uh, we, we, we like to look back in the past year and see where has God taken us on our spiritual journey. And then we like to look forward into 2019 and be able to tell you what our best idea is of where we're going teaching series-wise in 2019. Like in, so from God's word, where has he brought us? And then in God's word, where is he going to take us? That's in essence what we're going to do. But <clears throat> I don't know about you guys. Have you guys felt like the year just went by really fast? How many guys? Come on, let me see your hands. <clears throat> yes. Man, it felt like it went by fast. But Kim and I, we were driving back from St. Louis yesterday, and we were kind of talking about a few of the things that we had done. When we were talking, we brought up a couple of these events, and Kim says to me, she goes, did those things happen in 2018? I go, yeah, it happened back in like February. She goes, it feels like it's like five years ago. Isn't it weird how you can have things that feel like they happened five years ago, but they happened this year, at the same time be able to say, it feels like the year just went whoosh and it was over. Isn't that kind of weird? Are we in some kind of like sci-fi time warp right now or something like that? Does it feel like the years are getting faster and faster, by the way? Or is it that just what happens as we get older? <clears throat> okay, all right. Well, if your 2018 was anything like mine, uh, I, 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 there was, it was just way too fast. Way too many things going on. I didn't have enough time to get everything done. <clears throat> so I was watching some late night uh, television the other day. They noticed that there's a late night talk show host that every Friday he takes some time because he didn't have enough time of the week to write some thank you letters. And uh, I thought, I'm going to take this last Sunday of the year just to write some simple thank you cards because I wasn't able to get them all in in 2018. You understand what I'm saying? So you guys with me? Can I, can I just write like a few of like, like last thank you cards I need to write for the year here with you guys? Is that okay? Yes. It's okay? Are you sure? You're sure? Okay. All right, because maybe you guys have some that you need to do as well. And I'm writing mine on New Life thank you cards, by the way. So, um, so let's, uh, let's just give this a shot and um, <clears throat> get these things out of the way. Let's, let's just do this together. Come on. Thank you, Pastor Nate, for reminding us that jeans can never be too tight. And that it's possible to be a male model and pastor at the same time. Yeah. Hey, it's just my thank you card. I'm actually going to send it to him. Thank you, Auditorium Smoke Machine, for making every Sunday feel like the rapture could happen at any minute. It's true. It's true. It could happen at any minute. I mean, I don't know. It might happen today. It might happen in the middle of this sermon. Then, you know, then I would be like, well, God, why did I prepare for this? Okay. So I, I, think, I think we're going to be okay for the next second. Okay. Here we go. Thank you, Lies Sermon Bumper Video, for scaring us all into repentance for six weeks straight. 
If you remember that, yeah. If you remember that, it was a, it was a great um, uh, experiment on our part. And we just came up with the scariest, uh, you know, intro we could come up with. And, um, well, we won't be doing that for a while. Okay, so uh, thank you letter to one of our pastors. Thank you, Pastor Javen, for thinking that you could single-handedly bring back Frosted Tips. Okay. I mean, he gave, he gave it his best. He, he gave it his best, you know? I mean, I mean, look, come on. The guy's our youth pastor, and he lost a bet with the youth group, all right? Rule number one, never bet the youth group, Okay. Especially if you say to them, I'll bleach my hair. And so they raise like all kinds of like money for something like missions. And uh, he, sh- right. And that's what you get. Okay. Another one to one of our pastors. Thank you, Pastor Dave and Tiffany for growing the North Platte campus one baby at a time. Okay. <laughs> And it is. It's off the charts. It's growing. And the nursery is getting really big. So um, we're going to have to expand it. Um, Here's one that maybe all of you guys probably should have wrote this year. Thank you, Donuts in the Lobby, for making us round and sweet just like you are. All right. Yeah. Is anybody with me? You're going to carry a few extra pounds into 2019? Okay. Yikes. Man, what in the world? Okay, this one's near and dear to my heart. Thank you, bearded worship leader, for giving us hipster worship and for reminding us that even though it's a challenge, we really do love people just the way they are. (laughs) Yep. We really do. We love people just the way they are. We, we, that's who we are, people, even if you look like that. (laughs) Yeah, this is maybe one that you guys all should have wrote as well. Thank you, communion cup combo, for making it almost impossible to get the bread without spilling the juice. Yeah. Right? Wow. What in the world? I have uh, saved my final one for someone that is near and dear to my heart. Thank you, Pastor Roger. Thank you, Pastor Roger, for being the one and only thing at New Life Church that never changes. That's my thank you letters. That's my thank you cards. Wow. Wow. Crazy. I mean, that actually is true, actually, that last one. I don't know about the 1972 thing, but uh, he's awesome. I love that guy. Uh, all right, so look, we're going to jump in. We need to go through 2018 like a blur, okay? So to do that, we're going to do something else we've never done before, and that is I'm going to have my wife come out, and she's going to be sharing with me. So would you please welcome my wife, Kim Baker, out to the stage. I've never been so happy not to receive a thank you card. Yes. I, you probably thought you were going to get one when I said I'm writing this to someone who is very special. Yes. I just, I needed to soften, you are, I just (laughs) needed to soften the blow. (laughs) Okay. All right. Hey, look, before we get into this, we live fast paced lives. Okay. Very fast. Uh, Most of us are just looking forward and we're rarely looking back. 
And we even know that it's, it's true that if you try to move forward while constantly looking back, you're just going to end up in, you know, bad situation after bad situation after bad. Some people never want to let go of the past, and so they try to live there, and everything else changes, and they end up very frustrated and uh, discontent with themselves and discontent with everything around them because they're, they're unwilling to move and change. Uh, but here's the truth. God, when he brought his people out of the desert and he was moving them into the promised land, he told them to do something very specific. He said, look, I want you to get 12 stones and stack them here next to the river uh, in the promised land. And I want you to bring future generations back to these 12 stones and let these 12 stones remind you of everything that I brought you out of. I delivered you out of Egypt. I protected you as we walked through the desert and I've given you this promised land. And so in, an, in essence, God was saying for future generations to know who I am and to know my faithfulness, you need to bring them back to this point and remind them of my faithfulness in my journey with you. And that in essence is what we're getting ready to do. We're stopping for a minute to look backwards into 2018, back to the beginning of the year and lead right up to this moment so that we can be reminded of God's faithfulness in our year. For some of you, 2018 was the year that you started coming to new life. Or maybe it was when you moved back to Kearney and you came back to your home church. We welcome you. For some of you, you made the greatest decision of your entire life and you made Jesus Christ the Lord and the leader of your life. And I want to say congratulations to you who decided to follow Jesus in 2018 here at New Life or maybe at some other church and you're here at our church now. Uh, we, want to, we want to welcome all brand new babies in 2018 into our nursery. Um, we, want to, uh, we want to say congratulations to all of you that probably got married uh, in 2018. So if you got married in 2018, congratulations to you, right? Right. There. Yeah. Don't be too excited about it. Okay. And or in North Platte. But, or maybe you experienced God working a miracle. Either way, whether you experienced the blessings of God or you felt like you walked through a very challenging season this past year, there's one thing that is true. God is faithful. He is faithful. And let's look at the faithfulness of God through the lens of our teaching series here at New Life. We started out the year with a series we entitled Chain Breaker. It was, a, it was a straightforward series. It dealt with the fact that Jesus is the only one who has the power and the authority to break the chains of sin in our life. The chains of greed and anger, sexual addiction, the, the chains of fear and other addictions that might come along you know, with those things. Um, that he has the ability to do that. And we focused in on one of our core values that growing people change. And we, that's one of the things we believe here. It's our way of saying that we make disciples. So growing people change. People that are becoming more like Christ should be changing into the very image um, of Christ. We also went on a missions trip to, um, to El Salvador during that teaching series as well. And we rolled out a song. We, it's titled what? Unstoppable God. We did that this morning. Here at the Carney campus. campus. Right. Yes, it was actually voted the top number one upbeat song that we do. Right. But came in fifth overall. But yeah, that was a great fit because it talks about um, all our chains undone in that Unstoppable God song. Great job, Nathan, today. Good job. Good <laughs> job. We went from there into a series called Lost and Found. And um, we were just kind of talking in the car and you were kind of sharing some of the things that were standing out to you from Lost and Found. So just kind of give us the perspective. What was Lost and Found really all about? Ultimately, it was just about having a heart like God has for the lost. 
And, um, you know, there's been times in my life where I'm, I feel like I'm so accepting and, and people can be comfortable around me and that's my hope. But then I'm challenged with the moment where something happens and I don't respond quite the way that I should. And it shocks me and surprises me. And so it's just, a, it was a good reminder that yeah. we want to have a heart like God's heart for the lost. And to, um, again, remember just kind of where we've come from, like you've talked about before. Yeah, and we, we kind of dealt with the truth that when you forget where you came from, you forget the sinful state that we all have come from and that we are all sinners, we can easily become judgmental. The other thing is when you forget where you came from, then you're more likely to drift back to that same sinful, yucky place. And that's just not where we want to be. And so at the end of that series, believe it or not, it was Easter. Easter came pretty early in 2018. Uh, after Easter, though, we went into a series that we entitled The Call. And we just kind of looked at the fact that we have a core value. Everyone has a gift to share. And so therefore, everyone is called by God to accomplish something amazing. And one of the things that we're all called to do is we're all called to make disciples, not just pastors. We're all called to be passionate followers of Jesus. We're all called to pick up our cross and to follow him. And that one day in our future, possibly near, right, that one day we will those who follow Jesus will hear him call your name and you and I will be with him forever in heaven. And that was a, that was a real encouraging thing that really kind of just stood out to, to all of us. Um, I think the song that we rolled out for that series, I think I have it here, Your Love Awakens Me. Yes. Well, why did we roll that one out? So the words were so perfect. You called me out of the grave. You called me into the light. You called my name and my heart came alive. So that was such a perfect song. You know, this series for me, um, I automatically thought it's going to be about our calling, like in ministry, like what are we, how are we going to minister in the church? What are you going to do? How are you going to serve, um, volunteer, those kind of things. And the thing that really stood out to me was you highlighted the story of Mary and Martha Mm -hmm. and how she chose the better calling to um, just draw close to Jesus and to be in relationship with him, close relationship. So that really stood out to me. We had a big water baptism at both of our campuses during that uh, teaching series as well. And so congratulations to some of you that, you know, were water baptized during the series, The Call. We went from there to a three-week series, and it went over Mother's Day. Uh, there, we we kind of looked at some women of the Bible, and one of the big profound things that I still remember from that was just reminding all of us, when you read God's word, don't skip over any of the sections where God's done amazing things through women, uh, because God has done amazing things through women that have just... They're they're radical. They will transform your life if you will dissect them and read them. And I'm talking specifically to men right now. Uh, We tend to gravitate towards the the passages of the Bible that are dealing with men because we're men. We're man, right? Don't don't miss what God did through women because, uh, thank you, (laughs) because it'll change your life. I mean, I think that's that's the bottom line on that. We went from there to a teaching series that, man, I was looking forward to it all 2018, we entitled it Change. I was reading a book about this, about this topic that was really captivating me, and I kind of used that book as the premise to build uh, the sermon series off of and coupled that with what I felt like the Holy Spirit was really teaching me. But the title of the book, and you can still get it online, I would encourage all of you to read it. Uh, the book is called Change Before You Have To. Change Before You Have To. I mean, wouldn't it be awesome if we would actually listen to people that would come up to us and tell us about things in our life that need to change before we hit the brick wall, 
and that we would actually listen to them? That would be awesome if we would actually listen. Maybe me and others, we need to listen more when God's using people and his spirit to tell us about things that need to change in our life. But what were some of the things that you liked well, about the series? This was my favorite series. I love the butterfly. But more than that, um, nice. I, uh, I just love, you know, I, I tend to like to make lists. I am a list. I mean, I might make a grocery list and I won't take it to the store, but I like to make a list (laughs) and I'll sit down and I'll write, you know, these things I want to change, these things I'm going to do. Um, I'm going to drink this much water. I'm going to meet with these people for coffee, all, all this stuff I write down. And, um, and just realizing that so often I don't really let God be in those moments. And it's crazy that we forget, you know, we are Christians. I'm the lead pastor's wife, and, and I forget, and it's just, uh, this was a reminder that the way to gain traction, the way to really change is to let God be in the center of it, and yeah. so that has just really helped me, so every list I make, and I make a lot of them, <laughs> I really do just offer to God to help me and to maybe take some of those things off, maybe add some different things, whatever he wants to do, so that is definitely, change was my favorite. Yeah, the theme song for that series was by Elevation Worship uh, called Do It Again, and the words talk about walking around these walls. I thought by now they'd fall. Maybe some of you still feel like you're walking around some of those walls. Don't give up. Don't give up. God's got a perfect plan. Don't give up on change, okay? Uh, don't, don't do that. It'll be, it'll be more difficult for you if you just keep letting it slide. Change isn't easy for really any of us. There's always obstacles. We overcome those obstacles by continuing to have faith and keep walking around those walls and praying and trusting the Lord to bring the change in our life. We went from there to the series entitled Flight. Uh, that I wanted to say thank you right now first and foremost, for having grace on me, all right, to take you on a journey through some things that you didn't care anything about. (laughs) But you were gracious anyways, and I thank you for that. I got a few of our pilots together, and I said, hey, look, let's just talk about the different, or the the similarity between flying an airplane and living your spiritual life. And we found so many of them. We could have had a long series. We knocked it short because we knew that we weren't trying to make you pilots. But one of the things we tried to drive home was that your job and your occupation, if you will let the Holy Spirit, he will show you how what you do with your hands couples with the principles of God's word. And that's really what was more important, right? Yeah, right. So no, you, you are my favorite pilot. Well, thank you, honey. You're welcome. Thank you. you Am I your only pilot? Yes. Okay. <laughs> Other than when we fly commercial? Yeah. Okay. All right. And we, we just kind of really looked at one of our core values as being better together uh, during that series as well. And, you know, there's so many things. Like we talked about, sometimes you just, you're, you're going to fly into the clouds. And in some of our lives, we feel like we're living in the clouds. We just don't know what tomorrow holds. We talked about how that you got to fly by those instruments and how you have to have faith. And uh, that when you're flying in the clouds of life and you just can't see where you're going, it, 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 it develops perseverance in your life. And so it's not, always, it's not always beneficial for us to fly or to live our lives where it's just sunny all the time and everything's awesome. Sometimes the clouds, they develop perseverance and character in us that they just can't be developed in any other place. 
But then we went to a series that I, I'm just going to tell you straight up. I mean, I love the flight one just because it's pa- I'm passionate about flying. But the whisper series was the one that I was looking forward to the most. Uh, because it's a question I get more than any other question in ministry. And I think probably every other pastor has the same thing. That is like, how do I hear God's voice, Jeff? How do I hear it? And so we went on a journey uh, just to discover what does it mean to hear the whisper of God? Because God often speaks in a whisper. And my prayer for you in preparing for today was that you would still be hearing the whisper of God more clearly than you've ever heard before. And that you'd be hungering after the voice of God more than you've ever hungered after it before. And that the voice of God will have created some, you know, mile markers or landmarkers in your life that you can look back on like we're doing right now. And you can remember what God said to you in 2018. Mm-hmm. And what, what would you, anything you want to add to the yeah. Whisper series? The thing that stands out to me the most that you said um, in that series was to just lean in to lean God's in. voice. Lean in to that whisper. And that word picture just really spoke to me. So I liked that a lot. One of the ways that we leaned in was we had the global outreach, or excuse me, the global leadership summit. Um, the Global Leadership Summit was here at the Kearney campus and our North Platte campus. I'm just going to say this. We're going to have it again in 2019. It was the most Jesus-focused leadership development you know, event that I have ever been to, A, in my life. And I know that that's a big statement. But it was by far the best thing that I ever did for myself personally in 2018. Yeah, and we're don't gonna, miss it this year. We're going to do it or again in 2019. next year. Well, true, yeah. Yeah, because if you, there's not much of this year left. Yeah. Uh, So next year, 2019, let's go for it. Then we had playlist. We're not going to spend a lot of time on these last three, but playlist, because we've done that one before. We we do playlist because we feel like it, it, uh, it encourages the passionate worship in our church that we're really looking for. I went out to North Platte and we celebrated four years since we launched the North Platte campus during that series in September. Come on, let's give it up for those guys, right? Yeah. We had more water baptisms that took place. Uh, so that was, that was a blast playlist. And then um, tell, tell us really quickly just about lies. I mean, we just came out of it. Oh, but. lies. Yes. The creepy one. No, the creepy. Yeah. And by the bumper. way, people have asked like, who is, not that girl in the, in the graphic, but who's the girl in the video? In the video right? Yeah. And do you want to you reveal that? I don't know. That? I think it should be a secret or should we tell? I think we should tell. Courtney Tay. Courtney Tay. There you so, go. Yeah. She's the creepy one. <laughs> I don't know oh, no. if she's here today. She is not. No, the she's not. One. My son made the video. He's yeah. probably <laughs> his little sister-in-law. Yes. Um, lies. Yeah. Just talking about. You probably remember. It's been so close now. Um, but talking about the lies that the enemy tells us over and over again, and really just focusing on the truth of God's word, who He says we are, and um, what He says He will do in our lives. So really powerful. Yep. And then that brought us right to Christmas in Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6. They call him. And do you guys remember 800 years before Jesus was born? What was it that they called him? Wonderful counselor, mighty God, everlasting father, and prince of peace. And we, just, we broke those names down into what they, really, what they really meant so that we could just connect with Jesus better. We had an incredible comedy outreach that took place. There was like almost 600 people that were here. It was an hour and 45 minutes of just laughter and bringing joy into Christmas. I have muscles that were up here in my head that hurt after that night. So it was a blast. Yeah. But that was 2018. And now I want to talk to you guys about what's coming in 2019. Yeah. And so I'm going to let you kind of make your way All off right. the stage. Thanks Thank for being you. here, babe.
So 2019 is going to be an incredible spiritual journey. We've got uh, a series that we're starting out with in January, next Sunday, called Kingdom Builders. Uh, It is going to revolutionize the way that New Life Church impacts the rest of the world uh, when it comes to missions. It's going to take our missions that we've been, we've been actively involved in missions here at our church since it started back in 1954. And it's going to take it from what we have done, which has been amazing, to something incredible. Something that is just going to, it's going to bust the, the bubble at the top. It's, it's going to be amazing. I think that you guys are going to uh, come to a place where every single one of you is going to go, I want to be a kingdom builder. I want to be a kingdom builder. That's who I want to be, not just our church. And so I'm really looking forward to just expounding on missions. It's a passionate place of my heart, and you haven't heard me talk about it a lot. But in the background, it has never, it's, the fire's never gone out. Uh, it's just been a matter of retooling. And so I cannot say enough about how excited I am. So please look on social media in an email. You're going to be getting a, a video about it. It's going to come to you to kind of give you a little bit of an update on it. We're going to, we got printed materials. It's just, I can't say enough about what God's going to do in 2019 just by rolling out this one teaching series called Kingdom Builders. We're going to go from there to a series called Uncomfortable. I'm reading a book right now by an author by the, by the name of McCracken. He wrote a book called Uncomfortable. His whole thesis is that everything in life, it, we want to make comfortable. We want everything. We want the temperature to be comfortable, clothes to be comfortable, job to be comfortable. Um, we want our family to be comfortable. We want our car to be something comfortable to drive, everything. And we bring that same mentality into the church, and we want the church to be comfortable to our, to our liking. And when the church isn't comfortable to our liking, then we hop to the next church And we think it's the new oasis only to discover it's not what we're looking for and we hop to the next one. Or we abandon God altogether or we build walls between us and others because we're not comfortable. And he drives home the point that Jesus, Jesus didn't create his church to make you comfortable. He made it, he designed it to make you uncomfortable. And in that regard, that's when you actually start to change and you become uh, the person that Jesus wants you to be. We're going to go from there to the Lord's Prayer. We're going to focus a few weeks on um, what, what was the Lord's Prayer all about? What does prayer look like uh, for our lives? We're going to focus on challenging all of us to have a more extensive prayer life. And then that will bring us right to Easter. Uh, after Easter, we're going to have a series called uh, Driving Force. Driving Force is exactly what you think it might mean. All of us have these things in our lives, they drive us. They drive us to wake up, they drive us to make money, they drive us to live life, they drive us to make decisions. What is your driving force? And we want to help all of us make Christ the actual driving force of our life. Not just the verbiage that he is, but that the evidence that he is the driving force of our life. From there, we're going to move to a series called King Me. How many of you guys have ever played checkers, right? You get, you get your checker to the other side and you're like, King Me. Right, So we're going to look at what happens when we get power. What happens when we have authority? What does true spiritual authority look like? We're going to go back into the Old Testament and look at three kings, Saul, David, and Solomon. Um, If you want to read a book to prepare yourself for that series, I would read The Tale of Three Kings. It's an old book, but a great one. I would read that. I would also read another old book by Watchman Nee. Yep, that's his name. Watch Mani, called Spiritual Authority. And so we're going to look at what does it look like to have power, and then how do we live under authority that God's created for our benefit. From there, we're going to do two different book studies uh, in the summer. It's going to be uh, Philippians. That's four weeks. It's four chapters long. 
Then after Philippians, we're going to go into the runaway. And the runaway is going to cause us to look at the book of Jonah. And we're just going to kind of walk through these books in kind of large leaps at a time, chapters at a time, and just let those books speak to us. So if you're wanting to have some places, maybe in the springtime, to start reading in God's Word and preparing yourself, I would start reading Philippians, and I would start reading Jonah, and start getting that God, God's Word into your life. And the teaching series will make a lot more sense to you. You'll get, you'll get a lot more out of it. Then we're going to go to a teaching series called Misquoted. Uh, that's those lines that we tend to make uh, that are not biblical, but we think they are. Or we think they mean one thing, but they don't mean that at all. They actually mean something different. And we're going to walk through some of these you know, statements that we make that are we're misquoting them. And we're going to bring God's word and God's truth into those. Uh, after that, four weeks. It's a shorter series, but four weeks of playlist again. Because we just want to perpetuate passionate worship in our church. After playlist, it will be who's on first. And no, that's not an Abbott and Costello uh, uh, deal, all right? Who's on first, what's on second, why's on third? You guys get it, right? Uh, there probably will be some kind of funny video built around that that we think is funny, so just laugh when you see it, okay? Uh, but yeah, who's on first? It, it comes down to this. There's a lot of things fighting to be first in your life. A lot of things. A lot of things are fighting to be number one. If you put it kind of a pedestal perspective, what's sitting on the pedestal? So we just reframed it. Who, who really is on first in your life? And obviously the answer is Jesus, man. We want Jesus to be on first. But, but the, the, the problem is, is that he'll be on first on Sunday morning, but then he's not on first on Monday morning. How do we keep him first Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And we're going to talk about that and bring that to light for ourselves. And then, believe it or not, after that's over, we're at Christmas again. I know, it is funny, isn't it? Because it's kind of like, boof, it just flies by. It flies by. We'll be at Christmas and we'll be sitting back here again. uh, Review, preview of 2019, 2020. Um, It'll be amazing. Uh, But I do have some other things I want to give you guys. If you would take out your bulletin really quick. On the back side of the bulletin, we did something that we, um, we haven't, just haven't done around here for maybe a long time, if ever. But we've given you some key events that are coming up in 2019. We want you to save the date on these things. I'm not going to read them all to you. I think, you know, you can, you can read them uh, for yourself. But I want you to notice that there are uh, some of our men's and some of our women's events are on here. Not all of them. The ones I want you to save the date are on here. We do have other things planned that we're going to be doing. We have a uh, marriage night. It's a marriage intensive. It's going to be three hours long. Uh, there's two different dates, I think, for the North Platte campus. It's Friday, May 17th. For the Kearney campus, it's May 22nd. That'll be a Wednesday night for the Kearney campus, uh, right after school gets out. It'll be three hours. We'll have youth ministry. They'll go three hours. Kids ministry goes three hours. And then in our main auditorium, a marriage intensive that will last three hours. Uh, that'll be fantastic. Please write that down and make, uh, make plans to be here. You'll also see that there's these things called global outreach trips. These are our missions trips. We've got a number of them going to Alaska. We're going to be doing what I'm just referring to as the great escape to Alaska. All right? Uh, we've got three different teams going. Uh, you, you, you probably should be signing up for one of those. If you missed that, then we've got Cuba in September. And we have a women's first time women's only trip going to El Salvador with an uh, entity that we have teamed up with called Convoy of Hope. You'll also see that we have a parenting seminar coming up at the end of the year. If you want more, more information about our global outreach trips, please go out into your lobbies. 
uh, at the Carney campus in North Platte. And then you can pick up uh, info packets on every single one of our missions trips that are coming up. Please grab the info packet, take a look at it, uh, read through it, see if it's something you want to be a part of, and then you can go online and you can start signing up now. So the space is limited on all of those trips, and so you guys are going to want to be a part of them. Hey, look, let's end with, uh, with God's word today. Uh, Proverbs 16.9 is extremely fitting for a sermon and a moment like what we've experienced today. It says this, that we can make our plans, but the Lord determines our steps. And that's exactly what we've done. Like we're, we've made our plans, but we're going to trust the Lord to determine our steps. It's what we did all the way through 2018. And you can probably look back and you can go, wow, God did some things in my life that I wasn't planning on. Right? That's because we went into the year like this. And we're going to go into 2019 like this as well. We've made our plans because we think God's a planner. We believe God planned the universe. We believe God planned your life. We believe God planned our church. We believe God planned today. We believe God already has a plan for 2019. We're going to walk into it with our best plans held in our hands like this before God and say, Lord, you determine our steps. If you want to change something in 2019, change it. We'll change with you. So that's where we're going to go. And I invite you to kind of walk into 2019 with your hands cupped like this and say, this is my life. Let your will be done in my life. Amen? Why don't you stand with me? We're going to take the next few minutes to worship. Uh, but here's something unique. All of the songs that are being, uh, being sung today were picked by you. We sent out an email and we asked, uh, we asked you to vote about some uh, different songs and which ones you liked the best. And which ones you wanted done. And the songs that got the highest ratings are the songs that are being sung today. And that started at the beginning of our service. And it's going to go all the way through to the end. So I encourage you, jump in. Let's worship Jesus with a passion. And let's end this year putting Christ first while we walk into this next year. Making Jesus the Lord and leader of our life. Why don't you pray with me? Lord, thank you for this church. Thank you for all that you've done in everybody's life. Thank you how you've, in some, you've turned us inside out. Others, God, you filled us, filled us with the power of your spirit. For others, you delivered us um, and you set us free. Uh, for others, Lord, you, you brought incredible miracles into people's lives. Lord, you're just, you're just a God who is continuing to be at work, uh, vigilant to see your best be done in our life. So, Lord, we thank you for what you did in 2018, but we're not satisfied with just living there. We know that there's more. We know that you have more for us because your word says you're new every morning. We know you're a planner. We know that you've got a purpose for us. As long as you give us breath, you have a purpose for us. Lord, you've given us breath this morning, and we're going to use it to praise you. And if you give us breath tomorrow, we're going to follow you. And if you give us breath for the rest of 2019, we want to obey you and fulfill your purpose and your plan for our life. And everybody said, amen.